back to Let's Get Haunted with your host, Matt Strawn and Allie. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 42. I can't believe we've done this 42 times. It really doesn't feel like that. It feels like every time we do this, it's new. Well, maybe just because there's always stuff going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've actually done it 48 times because we have five listener stories and then the bonus Q&A from last year. See, that's why we need you on our team because <laughs> that kind of information just doesn't even... There's no place in my brain for that. What would you even call that? Like alternative filing methods of yeah. data? <laughs> stuff that ultimately doesn't matter, but... I'm going to remember because I only remember things that don't matter. I think it matters. I just haven't figured out how yet. When you said that, it just made me think of when SpongeBob had the fire in his brain and all the little SpongeBobs are like burning things in the filing cabinet. Yes, that's actually what I was thinking of when I said that. (laughs) My brain at this point is just like one filing cabinet and you open it up and there's just a nut button in there. (laughs) I don't have thoughts anymore. My three options of response is like, oh, cool. And then nut and then haha. I think that's really all you need in life. You just need to be able to nut, laugh, and live. Wait, live, live, laugh, laugh, nut. nut. (laughs) (laughs) We start selling decorative wooden signs for your kitchen that say live, laugh, nut. That is the vibe. Yeah, that is the vibe. So how is your day going? (sighs) This This whole week has just been like negative And I feel like a lot of the time on the podcast, I try to just be positive even when I'm really not feeling it. And I do feel a little bit better today than I did earlier when I was texting you, but... I want the tea. Alyssa texted me today and she was like, hey, can I use the intro to vent? And I was like, what the fuck is Alyssa going to say for 20 minutes? And I got so excited. (laughs) I like took a shower, made sure I wouldn't have to pee during this. I was like, I'm about to get tea from Alyssa who like never... Alyssa is like a soldier going into battle with her emotions. Like, I don't think I've ever seen you visibly upset about something, you know? (laughs) I mean, that sucks. I'm sorry that you're going through something. But I'm also like, what could it possibly be? What could get under Alyssa's skin? Most of the time, I don't want to talk about what is upsetting me because I feel like I'm not the kind of person that can articulate my emotions well. I have like a tendency to sound like this. Like right now, I sound a little bit angry. Like I would rather be angry than sad. So then I'm like, well, I don't really want to talk about why I'm sad because now people are just gonna be like, what a bitch, like because of my tone of voice. And then I second guess myself and I'm like, is it even worth talking about? So maybe we'll cut this out. But I had an interaction at work last year. And I normally don't talk about work because I'm in HR and there's employee confidentiality, privacy shit. I can't talk about any employees past or present. But this was not an employee. It was an attorney. But this was not an attorney associated with the company I work for. It was just an attorney. And he made some derogatory comments about me when he thought I wasn't listening. And at the time, I was like, you know, whatever, fuck men. It's unprofessional, but whatever. This is just like what we have to listen to as women. Then I had to have another, I had to have another interaction with him semi-recently. It was actually last night. It just made me like so mad that like- Wait, what did he say? He was in a room talking to a colleague. I was in the hallway waiting for my colleague 
and he thought that I was gone already. It's like hard to talk about this because it's so cryptic, but there's stuff I can't talk about. Right. I had to talk about like what I do for a living and like some of the work I had done. And then he was saying to his colleague that he didn't believe I really did it because it was done so well. And how could I have done it when I look the way that I look and I'm a woman and I'm young and I should just be a waitress like that's my calling and like so clearly I'm just like taking credit for someone else's work it at the time I wasn't that I was like mad but I wasn't upset about it but then just like having to interact with this person last night just like made me really mad I know this is cryptic but it's like there's shit I can't talk about because it's unprofessional wait a second I think I'm decoding this. Is a man surprised that a beautiful woman has a boring job? Because they always <laughs> seem to be so fucking surprised by that. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it was. He's basically saying, like, because of the way you look, you should be a, a waitress or you should be one of these jobs where you have to kind of use your charm. You know, that's what I interpret that as. I interpreted it as like this bitch is a dumbass bimbo who like somebody has put into this position because she's a fucking bimbo and somebody else did the work and she's taking credit for it is like the way I interpreted it. And I was just like, oh. well, see, it's hard for me to relate to that because nobody ever, nobody ever <laughs> tells me like, wow, I didn't expect you to do this great of a job at something. And I mean, you can draw your own conclusions about what that says about me as an employee <laughs> so I like literally don't know what to say but <laughs> no this is cheering me up thank you this is what I needed this is why I texted you and I was like even though I can't really talk about all the details because it would be unprofessional to do so like maybe I should just like give an outline and like have Natalia like fucking shit on this man <laughs> to me I hear this and I'm kind of like oh my god like someone thought you did such a good job that you couldn't have possibly been you wow I guess the reason there's like so many layers to that right like that type of insult yeah. the first layer is like not only is he insulting me he's insulting waitresses yeah too. he's insulting waitresses too and I've worked as a waitress before I know you have too like that work is fucking yeah. hard like working <laughs> in the service industry is not fun so like this man just like has so many layers to his misogyny and classism and ageism and like I don't know what else you want to call it but it's just it like has been eating away at me slowly for several months and then to have to interact with this person again yesterday and like be professional with him just like like ruined my whole night last night. I literally had to spend 12 work hours with this person like I'm very <laughs> professional at work. I like can switch it on and then switch it off when I come on the podcast but it just like I like hit my breaking point at hour number 10 and the colleague I was with was looking at me like are, are you okay? Like, are you okay? Because she could just see it on my face. This attorney saying, oh, there's no way she could have done that. Someone else must have done that for her. She should just have like a, another job or whatever. Like what he should have really said is like, wow, you're such a hard, diligent worker. And I, I've never met someone as young as you who could do, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the fuck you should say. See, I'm not a fucking diplomat. I don't <laughs> know how to have this conversation, but you do. That's why you do HR because you can find a way to deal with the most bullshit in like the most PC way <laughs> thank, thank you for being nice to me because first of all I don't take compliments very well but I do need them <laughs> you know that saying where it's like how you feel about other people is how you feel about yourself yeah I think that's so true I think that anytime someone has like some shit to say about someone else they need to take a step back and be like well why do I feel the need to like 
have this negative emotion towards that person. And with this like attorney, I feel like he's saying he's feeling probably like, why, like, why is she where I'm at? Why are we in the same room together? Well, that makes me feel better. I'm still like processing it. And I know maybe someone's listening to this and they're like, that doesn't seem like a big deal. But this is not the first time that I've had a comment like that made towards me. I feel like you can only be beat down so much with either backhanded compliments or just straight up insults before it just like feels bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, probably you feel similar with like the stalker situation. I mean, that person was I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but they were like beating you down over and over again. And it's like at the first time, it's funny. You know what I mean? The second time it's annoying. But after so many times, it's just like it's, it feels like you can't do anything right. And like, why, yeah. why am I even trying? I guess in my case, like if that attorney got to his position of power being such a dick, then why do I try so hard to like prove myself? You know, like why do I have to try so hard to be a good person and like do everything right and do everything by the book? And this is the thanks I get for it is that the people in power just undermine you and don't take you seriously. And that's how I felt last night. It just goes to show because you were talking about how, oh, you know, it just starts to get to you. It starts to wear on you. And I experienced this with the harassment with the stalker, too, because it starts to be like, okay, this person's saying this negative stuff about me. What is this person saying this? Why are they saying this? And kind of like internalize it. And then I felt like with a stalker, I don't know if you felt like this with the attorney. Yeah, it's like I had to prove that person wrong. So then I started like living my life defensively thinking like oh well what if I post this on Instagram then I need to like make sure I don't say anything to trigger that person to make them you know believe what they think about me is true you know and then I started thinking about it and I was like this is so fucking stupid that this lame person who literally (laughs) just wants to make me feel bad so that I react like I am and then they get more followers because of me like that is so lame and I just thought about it and I was like man I feel sorry for this person genuinely if they genuinely believe what they're saying like they're clearly very jealous you know which I don't know why like I would be jealous of Beyonce not me you know (laughs) but they're basically alluding to that I don't deserve the platform that I have because I'm not that cool you know like Mm -hmm. I have a shitty reddit source podcast whatever and so then I started like really trying to jump beyond myself to prove to this person that I was more than just the shitty reddit based podcast that I have and then I was like it's fine I'm a shitty reddit based podcast you know and I have a group of people that love me and that person has nobody and it's the same with that attorney like they're in a room instead of thinking about like the next step in their life talking with colleagues saying hey everyone did a great job today saying like oh we're killing it at this or whatever they're fucking talking about some other girl you know like yeah it's so lame no you're right it's so lame you know what it is you know what I want to talk about I want to talk about imposter syndrome. Do you know what that is? Tell me. It's like when you're doing well, but you feel like you don't deserve it. It's like you're second guessing yourself and stuff. And I feel like it just sort of fed into my imposter syndrome. Like I already struggled being like, yeah, I'm really young. Yeah, I'm a female in a male dominated industry. And then to just like hear that like echoed back at me from someone much more senior than I am. I was like, oh, this is going to be like fucking horrible for my imposter syndrome. I don't know how you felt with the harassment situation, but it's like I'm like really proud of our podcast and it's small. We're not we're not huge at all by any means, but I'm very proud because we did this 100 percent ourselves. I know. Then having someone like kind of shit on something that you've like worked so hard like you know what I mean like I've worked so hard to get to this point with my podcast for example or I've worked so hard to get to this point with my career whatever it is and then to just have someone like shit on you when you already feel kind of like 
like you don't belong is just like Mm -hmm. it sucks i yeah i totally agree i mean i've known you for a long time and you've been working at hr the entire time and you've built up your own standing on your own and i think it's very much part of your identity in the same way that i consider creative things part of my identity you you know like you spend 95 percent of your day at work like every time i talk to you you're like i'm working right now so if someone's insulting that it's like they're insulting 95 percent of you as a person right no, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, that's how I feel about it, which is why the stalker thing made me so, like, anyone else I think would be like, wow, there's someone who's just talking shit about me. Who cares? But I was like, what? but how could they, like, see this thing that I've presented? How could they see my persona <laughs> that I've made online and not be, like, impressed and like it? Like, it's not easy to garner a following. It's not easy to produce content of any kind. Like, people like to shit on new media and be like, oh, this fucking YouTuber, oh, this fucking influencer or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, you try to grow followers. You do it, you know? It's hard. You try to fucking produce a podcast. I know you and I naively thought at the very beginning, we were like, this is going to be fun. We just sit with some microphones and record for an hour. And then we slowly realized like, holy shit, no, this is like a second full-time job. So, and we do it basically for free. I know that we've had one ad before (laughs) and we do get some donations from listeners, which we're very, very grateful for. Recently, we put out some merch which is awesome and I'm super stoked to get my sweatshirt that I ordered but for the most part we're kind of just doing this because we like it you know what I mean it's like we're not yeah if I quit my job tomorrow and all I was doing was the podcast I would be homeless so this is (laughs) like this is mostly just like a fun hobby (laughs) chance for us to hang out chance for us to geek out about stuff we like and then to have somebody so angry that 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 we're just having a good time and I'm talking about the harasser, the stalker, whatever you want to yeah. call her. Like to have someone just so angry that we're having a fun time being ourselves was like very yeah. strange. It was very yeah. strange. I did not understand it. When I was going through that whole thing, someone said to me something that might be a parallel to what you're talking about. If you were just someone who didn't matter, they wouldn't even have an opinion about you. But they have a strong opinion about you because you are a strong person in their life, you know? You're not an NPC. You're like a main character. Thanks, Natalia. That makes me feel better. Even if it's not true, even if that guy is just like a fucking dick, it's it is like true. it's still nice to like have some positive reinforcement after having negative reinforcement for 12 hours yesterday. I'm feeling much better now and thank you for talking to me about it. Yeah, well, I mean, look, no offense, but your job sucks. Like it's yeah. hard <laughs> and everyone hates you no matter what you do. I love HR and I will keep doing it probably <laughs> until the day I die. When I see people tweeting stuff or like memes about HR and I'm just like, man, fucking please work in HR for a year and see how much it fucking sucks. Like see how yeah. much everybody hates you no matter what you do. I think that you're doing a great job and congratulations on your first hater. Yeah. <laughs> hey, congratulations on your first hater. And if you guys didn't no, Natalia successfully got a restraining order against this person. I did. And the restraining order really made me question a lot of what happens in general. Now, after having gone through that and listening, I can't go into too much detail. I mean, I could, but 
I probably will in the future because now that I have a restraining order, I can just be a dick. This person's definitely listening to this too. But the whole point is that I witnessed this person just blatantly lie under oath in court with like crazy accusations against me. One of them was saying that I was part of an underground prostitution ring. And it made <laughs> Sorry, me kind of I don't, think like- I don't mean to laugh because obviously that's like <laughs> terrible, but it's so absurd. It's so absurd, but they actually believed all of those things that they were saying. And it makes me like just really question everything that you read online now because I'm going to talk about a conspiracy today and like half of the articles were just alluding to the fact that like someone might be guilty of something just because they're in court being accused of that and it really made me think like fuck man uh, we, we really just can't know what's going on without any evidence you know so when I was looking up the facts for this conspiracy that I'm going to talk with you about today I really tried to dig into it and figure out if there is actual evidence and not just like hearsay about it, you know? You're totally right though about once you've been through something like that, it changes your whole perspective because the main thing people don't like about HR, I'm going to relate this back to what I was talking about too, is like they think that you're just an asshole to be an asshole, not realizing that there are a lot of employees that lie about stuff. And that's not just employees. It also applies to your harasser. Like there's just a Mm -hmm. lot of people out there that maybe they do genuinely believe it in their head, but it's not what reality was. Like you're sitting there bound by confidentiality or privacy law, or in your case, you're just a moral, ethical person. Like, you're not trying to ruin this person's life. Yeah. Like, they were trying to ruin yours. So, like, same, similar with HR, it's like, yeah, I can't tell you why I fired that person, but a hundred percent it wasn't because of what they're saying online you know just to give an example of something common i always see tweeted about yeah. hr like oh this person got fired because of x y or z it's like you really never know what's going on behind the scenes like people do crazy shit people show up to work blatantly blackout drunk and then when you fire them they get violent and they throw things like i've personally had this happen to me and then later that person starts a rumor that oh no they fired me because i was trying to do this or that and it's like no you showed up drunk and then you tried to fight me like <laughs> it's not because you made a complaint about the drinking fountain like it's because you showed up hammered and tried to fight me you yeah. like can't say that because you're not allowed to you just have to be professional and be like you know I sorry I can't share this confidential employee matter with you because you were not involved in the incident that resulted in the termination and like that's all you can say so then people just like been out of control with conspiracy theories like you're saying right. like your your harasser standing up in front of a judge saying that you sold your soul to the devil and now you work in a prostitution like right. I don't know how you got from point A to point B but the reality is actually much more mundane it's weird it's a weird situation to be in being on that side of the coin because and again it's like it's hard to talk about because I don't want to ever come off as an asshole or you don't ever want to come off as an asshole but I think it's also important to remember like you said last episode we're literally just two random people your right. your HR rep is just a random person like there's yeah we're there's no nothing's personal no that's what I think about it is like nothing's personal and that's the problem that the stalker had is like she thought everything I did was like a personal thing against her and I I didn't want to be like look I'm really sorry to tell you this but like I don't 
think about you like right. uh, up until you started harassing me you really didn't have a space in my life you were just like a co-worker and I'm unlike you Alyssa I'm very good at showing up to work and doing what I'm supposed to do maybe even less and then like turning off and like not <laughs> thinking about work again until that, like I have to go that's healthy though so like I'm sorry but like when I'm not at work you don't exist stalker you know yeah but I, that's a dick that's a dick move to just be like hey I know you have all these concerns you think all these things about me but like I don't think about you at all that's mean that's really mean (laughs) I guess that's one way to phrase it is it's mean but I think a lot of it is self-preservation can you imagine if every day you were thinking about every single person and like every single thing going on in their own life you would have no time for yourself and your own self-care you know what we need we both need some self-care yeah I I mean you need it more than me because I feel like no. I put myself above others all the time. But like you really <laughs> not true. need that, Alyssa. And I think you should take some time for yourself. You know, maybe a haunted bubble bath. You know what I need? I just need like everyone to fuck off. You know, <laughs> I need your stalker to fuck off. Yeah. I just need everyone to chill the fuck out, take a minute to themselves and realize it's going to be fine. Everything's fine. Let's all take a chill pill. Can we just have like a week where everyone just chills? That would be fantastic. That is my wish for everyone. Hearing that your wish for everyone is to just fuck off and chill and not have anything bad or crazy happen. I'm sorry to tell you that this episode is going to oh, be no. like pretty brutal on oh, you okay. then. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. All right, Alyssa. Not since the episode about... Nazis in Antarctica have I found something so controversial to talk about oh no oh no and just so you know I'm like tensing up here's my sources for this episode history.com technology.com theatlantic.com wired.com hoaxerfact.com openhandweb.org the new york times npr wikipedia the podcast stuff they don't want you to know and the literal dark web. No. I went to one of those like onion websites where it's like I had to download an actual browser to go oh on the dark god. web. So oh my god. I really am trying to bring LGH the most accurate entertainment news. I love it. And because of that, I have a disclaimer. <clears throat> Today's episode is about something particularly divisive. In fact, I was hesitant to even talk about this subject today as it's so controversial that in late July of 2020, many popular social media apps, including Twitter, removed thousands of accounts which were associated with this very conspiracy theory. Oh no. For a homegrown podcast like our own, this threat of removal from a platform is particularly unnerving and downright terrifying. However, Can we even call ourselves Let's Get Haunted if we don't dive first into the most controversial conspiracy theory alive? Let me say that one more time. The most controversial conspiracy theory alive. Yes, I said alive because this conspiracy theory is alive. It's a living, breathing movement, which has an underbelly so engrossed in the modern American political spectrum that it is often cryptically referred to by active and powerful political leaders in the U.S. and globally. In fact, to the believers of this conspiracy theory, the very labeling of it as a, quote, conspiracy theory is further evidence of its existence being irrefutably true. In fact, 
To the modern American disbeliever, even speaking of this conspiracy theory could be construed as promoting domestic terrorism. What? That said, because LGH is not a skeptic podcast, I want to be really clear that while I do intend to discuss this conspiracy theory from an open-minded perspective, our podcast is purely entertainment. What we talk about in this episode today is intended to give the listener a lighthearted and very loose look into an active political opinion. I suggest you all do your own research before you jump on any bandwagons. Remember, folks, this is just a show for people who like to get haunted. If you don't want to be haunted, you can turn this episode off. It can't hurt you. Also, while I cannot say the same for future episodes, in light of the seriousness touched upon by this conspiracy theory today, I promise we will end on a positive and hopeful note. Alyssa, do you want to take a stab at what I'm going to attempt to discuss today? Are you... Okay. First of all, I just want to say I have, we have never had a disclaimer on any of our episodes and I am fucking horrified. And now I'm like, shit, I was just talking about like the struggle for me to be professional and taken seriously. (laughs) But you know what, Natalia, women are dynamic and we are allowed to have more than one interest and you can still be professional and have a haunted podcast because we're not 2D beings. We are fucking dynamic. Okay, now I'm going to tell you what I think. I don't know. I actually have no idea what you're going to talk about, but I'm thinking based on what you said that this is going to have something to do with pedophilia. Whoa, there is an aspect of pedophilia to this conspiracy theory. Okay, let me say why I thought that because I don't want people to think I just like went there immediately. (laughs) I thought that because you said political and I know something that keeps popping up. People keep retweeting this hashtag save the kids. It's like a lot of conspiracy theory stuff about like people in political power abusing children. That's a good guess. Okay. Have you ever heard of something called QAnon? Oh, fuck. That's what we're talking about. That's way more politically divisive than Save the Kids. This is not exactly what we're talking about, but in order to understand this journey I'm going to take you on, because this shit, what, what do you say? It goes all the way to the top? Yeah, it goes all the way to the top. Right. The most powerful people. Yeah. This goes fucking all the way to the top, and then it takes such a far turn off the map that like without just building the foundation I don't even think I can get you there so I'm going to start with these basics and I'm really just going to skim through them so that we're all just kind of on the same page understanding what topics are being talked about what political spectrum we're in and like what groups of people actually believe in this because this is something that people really believe in and here in America we're getting ready to have a election for our president Mm -hmm. so the people that believe in this they believe what's happening in this conspiracy is so true that if they don't do something about it then it's their fault that like the world's gonna fall apart and you'll see what I mean oh shit so okay do you know what QAnon is I don't know exactly what it is but i do know like you said that twitter was deleting accounts Mm -hmm. that mention it and i think it has to do with like actually i have no idea now that you say that i don't think i have any idea i just know that people fucking hate it on twitter i have i actually don't know what it is yeah i didn't know what it was either i just assumed that it was like some like bullshit or whatever like something you hear about that like there's so much hate towards it that you just know it's whatever it is is wrong without even like knowing what it is. (laughs) I think I thought it was just like propaganda or something or like 4chan. I don't know. So QAnon is this movement that centers around an anonymous poster who goes by the single letter Q. 
And Q refers to someone who posted on 4chan in October of 2017. And I'm not going to get into too deep into what all Q said because the majority of what Q says is just weird questions that require the reader to solve riddles and puzzles about the U.S. government. Here's an example. So on October of 2017, the anonymous user now widely referred to as Q appeared for the first time on 4chan and said, HRC extradition already in motion effective yesterday with several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged effective 10.30 or October 30th at 12.01 a.m. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. USMs will conduct the operation while NG activated. Proof check. Locate an NG member and ask if activated for duty October 30th across most major cities. Do you want to take a stab at what that means, Alyssa? Well, HRC has to be Hillary Rodham Clinton, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then this was in 2017. So that would have been after she lost the election. So she's trying to go across a border to somewhere so, I don't understand okay that's where I stop I don't know so you're right the HRC is Hillary Rodham Clinton and the NG is National Guard M are Marines so basically Q is saying that Hillary Clinton is going to flee the U.S. border and then a bunch of pre-planned riots will occur to distract from her fleeing and other high-level U.S. politicians fleeing the country oh so then Q says this Mockingbird HRC detained, not arrested yet. Where is Huma? Follow Huma. This has nothing to do with Russia yet. Why does POTUS surround himself with generals? What is military intelligence? Why go around the three-letter agencies? What Supreme Court case allows for the use of MIV congressional assembled and approved agencies? Who has ultimate authority over our branches of military without approval conditions unless 90-plus in wartime conditions? What is the military code? Where is A.W. being held? Why? POTUS will not go on TV to address the nation. POTUS must isolate himself to prevent negative optics. POTUS knew removing criminal rogue elements as a first step was essential to free and pass legislation. Who has access to everything classified? Do you believe HRC, Soros, Obama, etc. have more power than Trump? fantasy. Whoever controls the office of the presidency controls this great land. They never believed for a moment they, Democrats and Republicans, would lose control. This is not an RVD battle. Why did Soros donate all his money recently? Why would he place all his funds in an RC? Mockingbird, October 30th, 2017. God bless fellow patriots. What the fuck? What do you make of that second post, Alyssa? <laughs> okay, uh... It was so much and so many acronyms that right. I like it's obviously it's not, the tone is very serious and not just like the way you're reading it, but the way he's writing it is very like military style. Like, hey, yeah. this is an attack. It's happening at this time on this, whatever, whatever. It sounds like he's saying that Donald Trump, because he's POTUS in this scenario, it has power that he was supposed to be like a, a fall guy or something, but then accidentally got elected and now all the elites are mad? Or is he in a different secret group of elites? And I don't I'm I'm trying. I'm so, so trying. What you're doing right now is what pretty much everyone did. They tried to fucking figure out what the fuck this Q guy was talking about. And Q is not, we don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but I say Q is a guy because the QAnon followers refer to him as a him. So 
Q speaks in riddles. Like most of these are questions. And to me, that's the part of this that like really allows anyone who wants to run with an idea to just go freely because you just answer that question. So basically Q in this post is alluding to the idea that there's something larger and more powerful in charge of the U.S. than Democrats or Republicans, like you were saying. Okay. Okay. So why should we all care about what this random person is saying online? They, you know, they're posting to 4chan, an anonymous chat room, essentially. Like, who cares what they're saying? So Well, the reason people care is because Q is supposedly an intelligence officer or a military official with a Q clearance. And Q level clearance is a real thing. It refers to a level of access to classified information that includes nuclear weapons design and other highly sensitive material. So if you get to this Q level clearance in the military or some like high level agency, it means you you know what the fuck is really going on, right? Like they don't tell regular citizens about nuclear weapons design, right? <laughs> right. So if you have Q level access, then in theory, you have access to the files about the aliens. Exactly. Okay, got it. Right. If you have Q level clearance, you know about stuff that the average citizen or average even political person doesn't even know. Yeah. You know more than pretty much anyone out there. So to recap, Q is an anonymous poster online who supposedly has access to top secret information regarding the U.S. government. Q claims that there's something larger than the current political spectrum we see. In fact, what Q claims to know is something more dark and powerful than any political ideology you might hear about in mainstream media. It's been three years since Q first started posting, and yes, every one of Q's posts is that annoying riddle speech. So I will spare everyone the effort of deciphering those. And we're just going to jump to what- Sorry, he's still posting? Oh yeah, still posting. And we're not sure like if it's all the original Q, but whoever's posting wants us to believe that it's the original Q. And they have these different ways of confirming that with like numbers and codes or whatever. But like, you know, who fucking knows? But Q- supposedly is the one who's making all of these claims because if it wasn't Q it wouldn't matter because the whole reason we believe Q if we believe this conspiracy is that Q has this Q level clearance so I'm just going to jump to what Q has led all the QAnon followers to believe which is this According to QAnon believers, Q is an intelligence or military insider with proof that corrupt world leaders and Republicans, Democrats, and the media are all controlled by the deep state and cannot be trusted to deliver the truth about this country. Everything you see on TV or read in the news is not what it seems because the news is controlled by the deep state. What's the deep state? I'm so glad you asked. So... I'm going to show you a video that was sent to me by a QAnon follower because I think it'll just get you on the same page about what they believe. Okay. And just to demonstrate also how controversial QAnon is, this video that I'm going to show you in its original form is so often deleted that it's re-uploaded under a different title nearly every day. And I had to find the new uploads from different accounts multiple times to even show you this. So... Here it is. Okay. I'm scared. You're scared? I'm scared. Why are you scared? I don't know. This is scary to me. I don't know why. I'm like, I've already got the heebie-jeebies and we haven't even like gotten into anything more than exposition and I'm like freaking out. I'm sweating. I don't know why. (laughs) You're just like thinking of the HR nightmare that we're about to get in. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm sweating. I think you know what it is. You want to know why this is making me so uncomfortable? I think it's because I'm slowly realizing that I have heard all of these buzzwords before, but I have no idea what they are. And isn't that so weird to like have heard 
all of these things before, but then to just be like, I don't know what any of this is that people talk about every day. Yeah, well, I'm going to get into it. But the reason you've heard a lot of this is because this is like become a mainstream belief system. And even President Trump has quoted and retweeted things that allude to what I'm telling you today. So this video you're about to see is really going to clear up a lot of that ideology. And you'll see what I mean by how serious this conspiracy theory is did you send it to my work email yeah sorry natalia (laughs) should i not i'm just imagining like being involved in an hr complaint like a formal complaint and then having them subpoena my emails and then there's just like a video about the deep state (laughs) you have to keep this part into the podcast so that if that really does happen i'll just point to that part in the podcast and be like i knew that you would say this okay hold on covid 911 insurgency sp 1.7k views two days ago uploaded by the 1969 video r slash p 2.0 okay right here we go. i'm really interested in what you're gonna think about this video because it gave me lots of thoughts and feelings <laughs> stop what you're doing i'm about to show you something you already suspect deep inside but can't explain. <laughs> you hear me like making uncomfortable the united states because, of america yeah, is currently in the midst of a war <laughs> Yeah, okay. Not the kind when one country attacks another with missiles or tanks. Not like warplanes dropping bombs on our Pacific fleet. Not like a hostile neighbor launching a surprise invasion across our borders. Instead, we face a cruel and merciless enemy who invented a whole new type of war. One that threatens us now more than all the bombs in the world. They are motivated by pure greed and inconceivable cruelty, and have been silently reversing all that is good for so long that we became lulled into a state of self-destructive compliance, while they tore us apart and robbed us blind. Is this like The Ring, where you die after watching this video? (laughs) (laughs) And you're showing this to me so that you don't die because you have to show it to somebody? Yeah, that's how this whole thing spreads. When patriots took back key branches of the U.S. government in 2016, The light was turned on to the vast corruption network that had infiltrated into the highest positions of power across every state. Only then did ordinary citizens begin to realize how close we had come to the end of it all. But first we must endure one last painful battle that will touch every citizen, no matter who they are. I'm so scared. (laughs) Right now the country is being torn apart by the biggest political hoax and coordinated mass media disinformation campaign in living history. You may know it as COVID-19. Let me tell you a story. In 2015, as directed by the globalist criminal corruption network known as the Deep State, President Barack Obama authorized millions in funding for the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the location now understood to be the epicenter of the COVID-19 outbreak. The research carried out here was to provide the agent for a global biological attack on a scale never before seen. One that would be timed for release within an election year, starting the very day unsubstantiated efforts to impeach President Trump fell apart. With their base of operations in the Democrat establishment, the Deep State Shadow Corporation embarked on a coordinated irregular warfare insurgency with multiple aims, all under the cover of a global pandemic they themselves manufactured for this purpose. Enabled by their owned and controlled corporate media monopoly, They instigated a heavy-handed and unjustifiable nationwide shutdown to reverse Trump's many economic and unemployment gains. 
with Democrat-controlled states suffering the harshest restrictions in the country. Trump's energetic rallies were halted, hiding from view the surging nationwide passion for his galvanizing message, while Democratic presidential frontrunner Joe Biden was able to avoid interviews and debates where left-leaning voters would not be shown his obvious inability to govern, or the emerging Ukrainian bribery scandal that earned his family millions in illicit kickbacks by abusing his office. The next major advantage of the pandemic for the deep state was the case made to the public for mail-in voting, a highly insecure practice proven to be rampant with fraud, just as the public saw in one such example when a former Philadelphia judge pled guilty to stuffing ballot boxes after being paid by what he called a Democrat political consultant. With a rapidly rising death toll needed to make the case to the public for even harsher control, Normal influenza deaths for the year were recorded as COVID-19, artificially inflating the numbers. But this was only the beginning. When this did not yield enough fatalities, the deep state initiated a murderous plan to defy federal guidelines and to move infected patients into nursing homes where the highest risk age group could be found in large numbers. The deep state governors of New York, New Jersey, California, Pennsylvania, Michigan oversaw what can only be described as a genocide of our elderly loved ones, even as the quickly constructed field hospitals and medically equipped Navy ships stood mostly empty. That was weird that that Navy ship was pretty much empty. I know. There's a lot of stuff that's in here that has validity to it that makes you ask questions. This horrendous act cost the lives of over 50,000 people, but gave the insurgency a death toll that would stoke the public fear needed to push ahead with their goals. In these dark times, when people had little else but the comfort of community and their faith, this too was forcibly halted when simply going to church was banned across the country under the guise of public safety. Depression and loneliness became the new epidemic. Yeah, depression and loneliness are the new epidemic, that's true. All designed to create the social conditions needed for what was to come next in their despotic plan to fracture the nation and hold on to power. Immediately upon reports of a flattening curve and a reduction in new cases, the mysterious murder of George Floyd hit the headlines. What was presented to the public as a routine instance of racially motivated police brutality turned out to be a strange and coincidental series of events involving two men who once knew each other, working security in a nightclub. This event provided the justification for the next chapter in their coordinated insurgency against the United States. The goal was to inflame civil unrest along racial lines on an emotional platform of social justice. A divided house cannot stand, and the enemy knew this all too well. Black Lives Matter was funded and designed by the corrupt Democrat establishment as a social weapon to draw crowds of well-meaning protesters into harm's way, using them as human shields while they pushed a savage insurrection on city streets. This was intensified even further by folding in the violent paramilitary group Antifa, who were given a free pass by Democrat mayors and governors to loot stores, smash up small businesses, and assault innocent bystanders. The public were shown in explicit detail how Democrat leaders refused to protect local citizens, choosing instead to provide an open road for the anarchists to destabilize civil society, allowing the innocent to be indiscriminately injured and terrorized. Knowing that lawless chaos would accelerate their aims, they began calling for the elimination of police, 
while evicting the National Guard who were made available to protect the public against the worst of the violence. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser even called for the elimination of the White House fence, just days after a close call by rioters who attempted to breach the perimeter. And on June 22nd, Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff proposed a House bill to amend United States Code Title 18 that would prohibit the use of military force in the event of civil unrest, an obvious attempt to weaken the Commander-in-Chief's ability to defend the public from the planned insurrection, which was intended to play out over the weeks and months leading up to the election. Attorney General William Barr has appointed the U.S. Attorney in Connecticut to investigate. The pandemic was also providing cover of a different kind. Taking place behind the scenes at the Justice Department is a far-reaching investigation into the Obama administration's weaponization of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court to spy on Trump and his associates during the transition of power. With evidence now emerging that Obama officials, including Joe Biden and Obama himself, colluded to frame General Michael Flynn, they use social distancing guidelines to halt grand juries and give witnesses the cover of health fears to avoid honoring court-ordered subpoenas. What you are witnessing is the dying breaths of a hidden enemy responsible for over a century of embedded corruption that has been slowly destroying our republic from the inside. They divided us along racial, gender, and political lines. They created reasons for us to go to war. They made international trade agreements that brought us no benefit, but allowed them to steal our vast wealth, driving us into a state of perpetual economic decay. They flooded our streets with deadly drugs to manufacture a devastating epidemic of addiction and mass incarceration. And they did it all with impunity while their completely controlled mainstream media assets kept us distracted and focused on everything else except our one true enemy. Our one true enemy is Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Sorry, I have to pause the video. It's like talking about all the serious stuff, like all of these like political figures. And then all of a sudden it goes, in order to keep us from knowing our one true enemy. And then Miley Cyrus just flies by the screen on a record. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to push play. Hold on. The 2020 U.S. elections are like none we have ever experienced. COVID-19 is being sold as a natural event, but we see now it is an attempt by enemies of humanity to hold on to power. After November, they stand to lose it all, but they will do everything to keep the crisis alive and the people in fear. To win, we must remember what made us strong so that true justice can finally return to what is and always will be the most exceptional republic ever to exist in all of human history. May God bless America. What do you make of that? Well, actually, first, Alyssa, can you summarize what you saw in that 10 minute long video? I know there's a lot. So just if anything that sticks out to you. Besides the Miley Cyrus wrecking ball. <laughs> Um, it was okay. This is what I will say about this video is it's very well done. I definitely see why this video is popular because it has a sense of urgency about it. And it also speaks to a lot of internal fears that I think a lot of people have about what's happening in the country. And it like voices them in a way that is obviously, in my opinion, propaganda, but 
it does it in a very smart way. Like I said, it drops these little breadcrumbs of truth Mm -hmm. and then mixes that in with some stuff that you're like, hmm, I don't know about that. But like maybe because the other stuff was true, because I have no idea what this is, I'm going to keep an open mind and have you like explain all of this stuff to me. But it seems like it's preying on something that I've always had, which is just a distrust of government in general. Mm -hmm. I have always had a distrust of government. I don't know why. And so I think that that's what it speaks to. Like everyone kind of has that in the back of their mind and it's taking that mm-hmm. that distrust and kind of manipulating it is my takeaway. Yeah, I think that the way that the video starts, which is like, I'm going to tell you something that you may already suspect, just speaks to what everyone kind of is feeling right now because there's so much new information that's coming out about everything and we're all quarantined and we can only rely on the news to tell us what's going on. But then everyone knows someone who's like, oh, well, my friends took a COVID test and they left and then they got an email that said it was positive and you're like well that's fucking weird and you know what I mean there's just like stuff like that yeah and it's kind of like taking these small instances that we've all experienced and just internalized anger about being in this quarantine Mm -hmm. and being like well guess what everything's fake and here's the people that are forcing us to be in this quarantine so obviously you would hate them you're like well yeah they're making me do all this shit and it's not even real <laughs> like fuck these people let's drain the swamp what does that mean i don't know but i'm on board you know? <laughs> yeah i feel that it takes the frustration that everyone is already feeling because like shit sucks right now and then giving you an outlet for that frustration so it's hard not to take the bait and then also telling you that the solution to this is actually President Trump, who a lot of people feel like is not the solution to anything, but combining that with, hey, all of this stuff is fake, and then here's the solution, you're kind of just like, okay, whatever, whatever it takes to just make this stop. I'm so dumb because I, maybe just because I was watching it with headphones on or something, for whatever reason, I didn't get that impression. I thought they were just talking shit about everybody. But now that you say that, I'm like rethinking and I'm like, oh. I don't know if this version had it, but the version that I first saw it at the very end, it was like, Trump 2020 like he's the only person who can oh no it didn't say that at the end of my you didn't have that no oh really well then I must have saw one that was edited so a huge part of this conspiracy is that Trump is not controlled by the deep state he just does whatever he wants he has nothing to gain from the presidency because he was already rich and that's what the video Mm -hmm. was talking about was like oh here's these democratic people who like had things to gain from their positions you know from book deals or from like corporate shit whatever so that that's like a huge part of this conspiracy but we'll get into that but also like for me the fact that the video keeps getting taken down and that several social media platforms have silenced the QAnon supporters by banning QAnon support groups or pro QAnon propaganda it just gives more credibility to the conspiracy but when you look at why they were banned it gets more complicated because last year the FBI classified QAnon as a domestic terror threat in an internal memo and in this memo they took note of a California man who was arrested in 2018 with bomb making materials and an Arizona man said he was motivated by QAnon to block a bridge near the Hoover Dam with a homemade armored vehicle and then that man in February pleaded guilty to making a terrorist threat and then there was a man who was charged with the shooting death of a New York mob boss and he said he committed the violent act after following pro-Trump internet postings about the president supposedly batting a cabal of literal elites. Well, sorry. So QAnon is like the most extreme 
Trump followers? Is that what it is? That I know of, or that's the way that they've been painted by the media. And that's the crazy part about this conspiracy, too, as you heard in the video, is that the media, we can't trust them, right? The media is run by the deep state. So it's even more disorienting because it's like all the information that we get could just be a smear campaign against Donald Trump because he's like our supreme leader or whatever. (laughs) So some of those things in the video are shocking like how they were talking about how the cdc counting covid deaths inflates the covid death numbers and black lives matter movements were all just part of this grand scheme to keep us distracted from what's really going on and so i kind of looked into that um i looked into the cdc part because to me i was like i can't prove that the media and the deep state isn't taking advantage of people being interested in Black Lives Matter movement, but I can try to see what they're talking about, the CDC counting and inflating these deaths. So according to the New York Times, states rely on two systems in partnership with the CDC. And in one system, which is called the disease surveillance, public health staff members and healthcare workers track the outcomes of people with COVID-19 infections, producing a quick but imperfect public number. And in the other system, doctors and coroners submit death certificates to vital records offices, which work with the CDC to tally COVID-19 deaths and create the country's official death toll from the disease. So, for example, in Washington, state officials compare death certificates to disease surveillance data to identify those who had COVID-19 but died of an unrelated cause, like a gunshot wound. Washington has removed those deaths. However, not all states have the staff members or data systems in place to compare death certificates with disease surveillance. So through this process, Washington has found about 60 deaths in which COVID-19 could be involved, but a certifier included another cause of death, like Alzheimer's disease or stroke. And many more death certificates show COVID-19 as a cause of death, but don't match up to positive coronavirus cases found through disease surveillance. So if a person dies from COVID-19 without a lab test, that is a probable death. And the CDC has said that probable deaths are a standard part of the counting process. So for me, I, mm, I don't know. Because this sentence, if a person dies from COVID-19 without a lab test, that is a probable death. Yeah. If they don't have a lab test, then how can we say that it's a COVID death? But I understand why it's done this way so that we don't lose any possible COVID deaths, right? Mm-hmm. Well, while you were reading that, it was jogging my memory because, for example, in the area that I live in, because like you were saying, counties are counting deaths and then the state counts tallies up the deaths of the counties and then the federal government tallies up the deaths of all the states right so it's several reporting agencies i know in my county somebody died of a heroin overdose and on their autopsy they tested positive for covid19 so it was counted as a covid19 death in my county right but i understand that like it's probably much more complicated than that because as a citizen, you're looking at that and you're like, holy shit, like, why would they do that? It's very clear. If the guy hadn't taken heroin, he wouldn't have died of COVID. But we also don't know all of the complications that COVID causes. So maybe like, at least this is me when I'm like talking through this in my head and I read stories like that. I'm like, okay, but we know that COVID causes, for example, like blood clotting issues. If somebody is overdosing, I don't know, does like 
Narcan or whatever not work on them as well if COVID is like blocking some way for the medicine to get I don't know like I'm just saying I have no fucking idea but so that's why when I hear stuff like that I don't automatically jump to it's a conspiracy because Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor so like who the fuck am I to say and that's how I think the majority of people are but like not the QAnon people they're (laughs) like well this doesn't fucking add up the way that I interpreted this is I was like look I don't fucking know what to believe but just in case there's a fucking deadly pandemic that that's real and killing people I'm gonna just pretend like it's real you know <laughs> right yeah I've seen tweets like that too where it's like people are making fun of like oh why are these people protesting wearing masks like even if it's not true worst case scenario you just wore a mask for a year like yeah. that's literally the worst case scenario so it's like why not just do it because even if you're not sure if it's real or not there's no downside but one of the things that these QAnon people talk about to kind of like get everyone riled up about the way that they count COVID deaths is that they say George Floyd's death was counted as a COVID death and we all know he didn't die because COVID he died because someone was kneeling on his throat for almost nine minutes so buckle up because here's where this conspiracy takes a haunted turn okay Alyssa have you heard of something called adrenochrome? No, I have not. I've never heard of that before. Adrena? Would you say adrena? Adrenochrome. No. Now, you know what the deep state is, but what if I told you that the deep state is comprised of global elites who torture children to harvest the chemical adrenochrome from the children's blood, which they then inject into their own bloodstreams in order to stay healthy and young? What? Does that seem legit to you? no but I also don't (laughs) but like I'm trying I like don't know what any of this is wait so when children are tortured they produce a chemical called adrenochrome yeah when children are scared they produce this chemical called adrenochrome which like helps them to heal and like be on their toes and like fight or flight and it basically keeps them young I guess and so the deep state according to this theory is comprised of people who torture children to harvest the chemical adrenochrome from their blood and then they inject it into their own bloodstream. Okay. (laughs) Here's the thing about this conspiracy theory so far. I think most people believe that a lot of people in power are pedophiles. And I think Jeffrey Epstein exposed that, right? Like his death Mm -hmm. or capture and everything about him just exposed that. But the jump from like, yeah, a lot of people in power are abusing children to like, no, they're doing it so that they can stay young. Like, that's where I get lost. That's why I said it takes a haunted term, right? And I uh think you're not alone because a lot of people are wondering. In fact, Google Trends show significant spikes in searches for the term adrenochrome in March and June of 2020. It's prevalent on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Reddit even removed a dedicated adrenochrome subreddit on July 30th. And on Friday, July 31st, conspiracy theorists held the first, quote, Child Lives Matter protest in Hollywood to expose child trafficking, advertising the event with references to hashtag adrenochrome. Okay. There was even a, yeah, I love it. We were like, okay, sure. (laughs) There was even a Turkish TV reporter who shed light on Hollywood's adrenochrome obsession. And I am going to play that for you right now. It's recorded in Turkish and then it's translated in English on top of that by someone who's like Icelandic or something. So (laughs) it can be kind of confusing, but just, just try to listen. Okay. 
I'm ready. We told you that in today's news, we will acquaint you with something that might really shock you. Do you remember? When I started to look into this matter, I was confronted with something that really, really shook me. I read about it for the first time in my life. It was something I had never heard before, and I'm sure this will be the first time you listen to this. We have also prepared a sequence with Sandra Bullock, which we will show you in a minute. It's one of the most well-known talk shows in America, or even in the world, by Ellen DeGeneres and Sandra Bullock, which you should know from the movie Speed. She comes into the show and she answers to a few questions. Ellen asks her, how do you manage to always look so elegant and you are already around 50 years old? Just listen to her reply. I will explain to you this devilish kind of anti-aging. way in which um, one forces uh, through microneedling, um, it's like a little roller with these, some of you, I, mean, I think many of you know it, and it pushes through the skin and ruptures the collagen and then boosts it. You look like a burn victim for a day, but then it's, but then it pushes the What are you pushing into the skin, Sarah, Sarah. Sandra? Sarah? Sandra, <laughs> Carrie? <laughs> what are you pushing into the skin? Well, you push in whatever the facialist would like to insert into your pores. But what is it? It is an extraction from a, um, a, a, um, a piece of skin uh, that came from a young person um, far, far away, and they somehow figured out how to extract... It's foreskin from a Korean baby. They look so innocent when they talk about it, isn't it? As if it was something totally non-relevant. It's called adrenochrome. Adrenochrome, what is it? It's a hormone which is produced by children when they are in extraordinary situations of stress which are caused by fear or by pain. And the hormone glands produce adrenochrome in a reflex. Or we can also say it is the root of adrenaline. Okay, this hormone helps children to develop a kind of resistance or resilience in those situations. The child is able to gain new power or new strength. And this is the hormone which they take from the children. It costs $1,000 per dose. They sell it for $1,000 to different celebrities. Now you could think, what is so bad about it? But we must not forget that these children are put into situations of fear and pain is caused to them so that their bodies produce this hormone. And in order to be able to take this from the children, they harm the children. Just look. Adrenochrome. It's a natural human secretion. And initially, initially it was used to treat heart conditions. It was discovered in 1939. And afterwards they discovered that this is a hormone which prevents people from getting older by 60%. It is injected into rich and famous people. This is Johnny Depp. On this picture, he's 39 years old. Please zoom it. Today he's 51 years old, as if he didn't get older, isn't it? Kate Moss, a famous model at the age of 30. Here she's 41. My God, they just don't age. Tom Cruise, Meryl Streep, and so on. Now, how do we know whether a celebrity uses it or not? Well, if they use it, then from time to time, their skin area around their eyes develops a blue color. Look, look at these blue spots around their eyes, which we can see from time to time when they come in front of the camera. These are called by this adrenaline or hormone, by this medicine, Iron Man, Ben Affleck, George W. Bush. This is a side effect, which is caused by the injection. When they take it from the children, they have to put the children into a state of fear. The children are tortured. 
And at the time of death, they take the blood from the children and then they turn it into a medicine. Now this is prohibited. Do you know how many children disappear every day worldwide? 2,500 children every day. 2,500. Did you know that WikiLeaks had published about this? 2013 was the year when this serum was prohibited in America. And there were quite a few companies who had planned to produce this, but then it was prohibited and they had to stop. However, we do see that this is still produced undercover and is still sold to Hollywood celebrities and to rich managers as an anti-aging injection. Could even the devil have such an idea? May this world drown and take us with it. Oof. What? What? Basically, in that clip, Ellen DeGeneres is asking Sandra Bullock, how do you look so young? And Sandra Bullock is saying, well, I do microneedling. And if you're not familiar with microneedling, it's not like I've done it before. It's basically you get a facial and someone has this tiny machine with a bunch of needles on it that sort of aerate your skin like you would fucking you know, aerate a golf course, right? So then whatever serum they put on goes deeper into your skin and it produces more collagen and your body thinks, oh, I have these micro tears and then sends healing elements to it and it just makes your skin glow, right? So Ellen is asking her about this microneedling and then she asks, well, what is, you know, the facialist pushing into your skin? And Sandra Bullock says, oh, well, it's um, something from children very far away and then Ellen's like, well, what is it? And she said, oh, um, well, and she kind of hesitates. And then Ellen says, it's from Korean babies, like foreskin. And whether or not you think that was a joke, I think is like not even relevant because why would either of these person make a joke like that? You know, that's so weird. That's not like an edgy joke. I think that was true. And I looked it up and adrenochrome was made illegal a few years ago, but there's no evidence that I can find about, you know, people being able to put it on their skin. But part of this conspiracy theory is that these Hollywood elites like Johnny Depp and Kate Moss and uh, Brad Pitt and all of these like really beautiful people, they all take this adrenochrome, they buy it in, in bottles and they have it put into their skin or into their blood or whatever to stay young. And one of the like telltale signs, I guess, that this Turkish um, reporter is talking about is like you get these dark circles underneath your eyes. So that's what he's saying about these like celebrities. Yeah. Okay. But I have dark circles under my eyes and I'm just fucking ugly. There's no way that I could afford like a, whatever this chemical is being microneedled into my skin. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, the dark eyes thing doesn't really make sense because they're celebrities. They're super busy. They're probably not sleeping. They're probably not eating very well either because they want to be thin. So they'd look fucking haggard when they don't have the right lighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do think it's really weird that Sandra Bullock said that on the Ellen No, that's, trailer, that's so. really weird. But when I hear that, for some reason, my mind goes to stem cells, not adrenochrome. I'm thinking like, right. did she, maybe Ellen was making a joke about foreskin, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe they're talking about like fetal stem cells because we know that that can reverse signs of aging. And then there's a whole debate about whether or not that's ethical. But I have, I had never heard of adrenochrome before. That's really interesting. So it, we know that adrenochrome is real is what you're saying and that people used to inject it, but then it became illegal to do that. So we don't even know if people used to inject it. In fact, like the most famous instances of it being used are in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. They inject it and Clockwork Orange. They drink it in the milk. Oh. 
But I couldn't find anything that set like any sort of mainstream stuff talking about if it's used in facials. And the reason that I even showed you that video was because that's part of this like QAnon circle thing, right? And they say that the media is censoring everything that they're sharing. So I'm just playing into this conspiracy. And if we believe the conspiracy, then we believe that if you're searching for information about adrenochrome, the deep state is constantly trying to get rid of it, right? Okay, got it. But- also, people think that Tom Hanks, this is a funny part, people think that Tom <laughs> Hanks and Johnny Depp got COVID because of a bad batch of adrenochrome. And like, there's all these celebrities in the UK and the US who are getting COVID and people say it's because they're taking adrenochrome, but also the UK and the US have like the highest cases as well. Also, celebrities are the only people that can afford to travel all the time internationally. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's probably agree. that, but it could be a bad batch of adrenochrome. So supposedly the way that this adrenochrome is harvested is not just the harvesting. It's part of this satanic ritual by these global mm. elites. Okay. And there's not a whole lot known about it because you obviously have to be a global elite to know about it. And if you are part of this deep state, you're not going to share that information. But supposedly there is a film that reveals this. And it's Hillary Rodden Clinton, supposedly. What? What's she doing? Slicing the face off a young girl, wearing it as a mask, and raping and drinking her blood during a satanic ritual sacrifice. This snuff film, as it's called, is codenamed Frazzled Drip. And it is cited by all these QAnon supporters as being one of the main proofs that this exists. And just so you know, QAnon supporters fucking hate Hillary. They say that she's a pedophile who drinks this adrenochrome. And they cite the fact that her husband, Bill Clinton, was linked back to Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking island because he was on the flight logs numerous times. Right. So that's why they think this. Now, basically, the reason that people think this video exists is because certain messages appearing on various websites warned people of a, quote, horrific Hillary Clinton snuff film, which was circulating the dark web. Since April 2018, they also appeared on Facebook, Twitter, and 4chan message boards talking about this horrifying video codenamed Frazzle Drip, which shows Hillary Clinton and one of her colleagues mutilating and raping a young prepubescent girl. So... Let's examine whether the snuff film of Hillary Clinton exists or not. I like want to throw up just from the description of that film. So I, in order to fucking debunk this shit, downloaded this (laughs) browser called Tor, which allows you to go onto the dark web on encrypted websites without being surveillanced by, you know, all the alphabet people I'm sure that are watching me right now. The FBI, the CIA, the NSA. Yes. Yeah, they know now because they listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I personally was unable to locate the full thing and I tried, okay, but I could not find the full thing. I found ketamine, weed, ecstasy, and a website that promised, quote, trigger warning, real rape videos. So that to me means that there could easily be some other fucked up shit on there, like a video where Hillary Clinton drinks adrenochrome from a child's third eye. I couldn't find it though, but I did find a small part of it, supposedly. I don't know if this is real or fake, and I'm going to show that to you now. Oh my God. This is why I was sweating at the beginning. My body knew that you were going to show me some fucked up shit. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'm like looking at this. I think it's fake. So I want your opinion, but it's creepy no matter what. So this is from a website called Adrenogate. (sighs) I 
don't like this. Okay, all right. The New York Police Department found something a whole lot worse about Clinton, if that's possible, on Anthony Weiner's laptop. A folder called Life Insurance is said to contain a film that showed Hillary and her assistant Uma Abedin sexually assaulting, raping, and torturing a preteen girl to death. Recently, Truth Unsealed was sent a copy of a brief portion of that video. We are about to show it to you now. Please remember that this is very graphic and is only a small portion of what is apparently a video currently recirculating on the dark web. One of the things about this video is people say that all of the cops that saw it committed suicide after they saw it. Okay. <laughs> Are you excited to see it? Natalia can see me right now and I'm fucking sweating. I am so uncomfortable. This photograph has also been sent to Truth Unsealed and was delivered to us via special courier from an informant within the New York Police Department. It is a photograph of the aftermath of what happened to this young girl after allegedly being tortured, raped, and cannibalized by Hillary Clinton and Uma Abedin. An NYPD chief who had seen this photograph and the entire life insurance video said what's in these emails is staggering and as a father it turned my stomach. We have copies of everything. We will ship them to WikiLeaks or I will personally hold my own press conference if it comes to that. It was well known that there were at least 26 times that Bill Clinton flew on convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express to visit Pedophile Island. Plus, Hillary visited there at least six times. The island had been extensively designed for elite satanic worshippers where children were believed used as fodder for sex and murder rites. On the 14th of April of this year, 2018, structures above and secret chambers below this island were destroyed using military-grade war explosives to erase evidence of child abuse, though at least one video of children sitting naked in a tunnel was saved. Ex-CIA Director Robert David Steele claimed that an informant from the Graphics Department of the State Department said that they were not allowed to portray anything regarding child trafficking within the United States. He felt that there were too many Obama holdovers in government who were working for the deep state against Donald Trump and his war on child sex trafficking. Can you describe what you saw? I Here's the photo. Yeah, I don't want to look at that again. I can't tell if it's real or not. This is what I saw. I saw a very grainy video that had flashes from different angles and screams and ended on a very close-up of a human child whose face was mutilated. Now, if that's real, that is fucking terrible. Nobody should ever watch that. This is my thing that I want to say about that part of the conspiracy. This stuff does happen. I have listened to a lot of 
podcasts about like pedophile rings and like horrible shit that people do to children. So I know that it's real. I know that this stuff does happen. But to jump from, hey, this stuff does happen to the government has a video of Hillary Rodham Clinton doing this is like, (laughs) is not possible. It's just so funny to me how demonized Hillary Clinton is to this group. Yeah. The huge pillar of this belief is that there's a video of Hillary Clinton drinking this adrenochrome from a child. Can you imagine if part of your political party was like, oh, also, there's a video of my opponent drinking blood from a child? Yeah, here's the thing. It's not real. Because if it were real, Trump would have published it, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, I hope that like people understand when they're listening to this that we don't think this is real. No. This is not real. This is fantasy. This is a conspiracy theory that, unlike MK Ultra, is just a conspiracy theory. Yeah. There's no way. You'd have to be batshit insane. But it's haunted because of how many people actually believe this is true. I agree with you. That video, which in my opinion is fake, I hope it's fake, is haunted as fuck. You have to understand that when people are creating conspiracy theories like this, that person is so fucking haunted to be able to even create a conspiracy theory like that right right you're not just like a normal person like who edited that video together i don't know perhaps that video is real i fucking hope for my sanity that it's not but i i do know that like there are horrific videos online we all know there are snuff films online there's horrific Mm -hmm. videos of war maybe that person was real but like were they a casualty like a civilian casualty i don't know but it certainly wasn't hillary rodham clinton infecting people with covid and also (laughs) drinking the blood of a child like that's not what that was so i don't understand in this conspiracy what the motive is of the deep state right right At this point, it just seems like so much work for this, quote, deep state to have the secret society. And it's like even more work to keep it an actual secret just so that they can be young. Like, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Like, why is the deep state obsessed with staying in power? And why do they want to fuck with us so bad? And what's the motive? So here's where the ultimate turn comes. If you thought the shit was crazy, get ready. The deep state are from an alien race which want to prevent humans from ascending to the fifth dimension. So this part I like because according to this theory, we are all, you and I, Alyssa, and everyone listening to this, living in the fourth dimension. So what that means is like we live in 3D, right? Like we we see things in 3D and then time is the fourth dimension. So we are all living in the fourth dimension of time right now. And once we are awoken to this battle of good and evil that's happening around us, like once we all become aware of the deep state, then will ascend to this fifth dimension and things will get better and coincidentally everyone's third eye is going to open and we're all going to be telepathic and there's tons of solar flares happening next year which will have a direct effect on humanity and I found someone who had a website that talks about this ascension to the fifth dimension and I found the psychic cult leader online of course you did yeah (laughs) who goes by open Mm -hmm. so oh yeah like i went on the dark web to try to see if i could find adrenochrome for sale which i couldn't by the way i was just i just want to crack this conspiracy okay yeah if natalia couldn't find it for sale it's not for sale because you (laughs) you literally downloaded the dark web in order to search for this i texted my old roommate from like multiple years ago who used to go on the dark web and buy like let's not even say that he used to just buy some stuff on the dark web okay yeah and i thought Mm -hmm. it was sketch then and so i was like you know who will help me navigate this my old roommate so i texted him it's been like five (laughs) years and i was like hey 
What's up? Do you know how I can find adrenochrome on the dark web? I haven't spoke to this person in like five years. And all he said back was, it's too dangerous. And I'm like, like in the middle of trying to figure out a conspiracy theory. So I'm like, what does he mean? It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. Like the adrenochrome is too dangerous. Like I, like he knows it's real. Yeah. So then I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you might end up doing drugs. And I was like, no, I'm trying to go on the dark web right now to find adrenochrome or find this like dark web video of Hillary Clinton supposedly in this snuff film. And he was just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then I was freaked out. So I was like, do you believe in any of this? And he was like, no, I think it's just people's egos. They want to believe that people in power aren't that great so that they feel better about themselves. So they like make up this fantasy in order to like quell their own ego. Oh, interesting. Like, okay, that makes me feel a little better. That's a good theory. <laughs> but anyways, here's Open. He says, my name is Open, which is more of a way of being than a name. I bridge into and work with higher dimensions of consciousness. I say this without arrogance, pride, or ego. It just is. Of course you may not believe me, and that's entirely your prerogative. I say it so you know what I claim to be, the source of this sharing. I suggest you only take that which resonates. Find your own truth is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. So Open says that in 2012 at the Galactic Alignment, Gaia shifted and centered her consciousness in the fifth density. Since that time, if you reflect back to 2012, much has changed on the planet, especially in terms of elevation of consciousness. More and more people are coming awake. And this is to do with the onset of a galactic superwave trigger, which is changing the atmospheres of all planets in our solar system, including our sun. Humanity is set to reclaim his slash her rightful place as newly reborn cosmic divine beings. So Open also talks about evil forces in the deep state. Open says that life here has suffered an intervention by an interdimensional opposing consciousness, and that's the deep state, that has tried to bend the planet to its controlling agenda. This has infected the majority of people who lead a lesser existence, disconnected from their divinity, and addicted to base-level consumptive behaviorisms that disrespect both Gaia and other sentient life here. This is cancerous, not only to the planet, but even their own souls. Gaia is strong, empathetic. She feels the pain of all sentient life here as her own. Gaia feels the terror and despair of creatures brutalized in the industrial food chain. Gaia feels the decimation of fish, dolphins, whales, coral, and other creatures caught within rapidly acidifying oceans. Gaia feels the pollution of her skies with fossil fuels, methane, radioactivity, electrosmog, and chemtrail geoengineering. Gaia feels the poisoning of Earth through mining, fracking, industrial farming, and merciless decimation of the forest. Gaia feels the crisscrossing, mind-confusing energy matrix of the society in which humanity lives. She feels every tortured expression of this as a cell within her own body, and she needs to begin to transmute that pain to release the energy contained with this lower density to start to compost this material nightmare that violates and infects everyone. And how is that likely to happen? It'll happen through a convergence of cyclical cosmic events precipitated by a galactic superwave trigger, the early quantum effects being already present in our solar system. It's starting to change the energetic composition and magnetic field of the sun and consequently the other planets, this converging with the Earth's completing pole shift, which is lowering her magnetic shield and allowing in ever greater waves of cosmic radiation. The effects of this are in turn cascading through our atmosphere and greatly affecting the jet streams, thus precipitating dramatic shifts to our climate. 
Ultimately, our sun is likely to go into a solar micronova event caused by the final arrival of the galactic superwave, which will likely precipitate the final stage of the pole shift. It is this converging process that will cleanse the Earth in the 3D. So, basically, Open is saying that everything sucks right now because we can't ascend. And Gaia, who is like the Mother Earth spirit is feeling all of this pain and suffering and we're starting to become woke to it because we're learning about things like this deep state and the pedophiles so we're starting to notice more pain and suffering because we're just waking up and soon all of this suffering and pain around us is going to get better because we're going to ascend to the fifth dimension and everyone's third eye is going to open we're all going to be telepathic cosmic beings because the fifth dimension is like this intangible psychic force and then there's going to be tons of solar flares happening next year which will have a direct effect on humanity basically okay and that's what open says some of that stuff uh-huh. like it's so cryptic right but like some of that stuff makes sense to me like the earth doesn't like being polluted i mean i don't know that as a fact but i love animals so i can see like if certain fish are you know becoming extinct or like certain ecosystems are going awry then like to me that's sad because i don't want life to be taken but i don't know you know i'm not a fucking like scientist i don't know in the grand scheme of things if that's like supposed to happen or not but you know it's it's weird because it's like just like the rest of this conspiracy theory what open is talking about is like so vague like oh we're like all having a bad time right now because we just haven't ascended to the fifth dimension and it kind of draws on some other stuff we talked about like with our last episode synchronicity of Mm -hmm. like when everyone's on the same page telepathically it affects those random number generators so there is some truth to that but like this is just so beyond anything that i can get behind but also i'm like well if there is a chance like i don't want to get left behind should i start meditating and like open my third eye yeah (laughs) i think this to me a lot of this sounds like unchecked mental health crises because it's the starting point is very logical right it's like hey don't pollute the earth absolutely we can all get behind that right like i think most the average person is like yeah fuck yeah or like hey meditation is good yeah fuck yeah but then to take it a step further and be like hey there's a secret race of people that have a special power and they're mad that they don't want us to have the special power because then they're not special anymore so you know that's like that to me is like unchecked mental health issues or like possibly you know sexism if like people are really focusing on powerful women or racism for example the reason why i say that is because of the hitler episode that you did where we talked about like how the basis for nazism was like in that mysticism and it was all about how they're special and like and so some of that stuff really does go hand in hand with racism so i feel like the starting point that a lot of these conspiracy theory hate groups start with is reasonable And they do that on purpose because they're trying to get people that are susceptible to those thoughts and indoctrinate them. So that's what I take away from that is like, yeah, meditation's good. Polluting the earth is bad. But like, no, Hillary Clinton is not drinking blood. (laughs) And no, there's not a secret race of people that are trying to ascend to the fifth dimension without us like that. No, that's not real. Right. Yeah. 
it is kind of cool though <laughs> so i was like looking at these graphs of like what the fifth because like what is what do they mean what the fifth dimension is right so here's the idea is that think of earth as like being in this plane of existence that we're like living in right now right and then once we all become psychic according to this theory we're literally going to be pulled into this super massive black hole and come out the other side into a different dimension and in this new dimension like in 3d we can use our senses to like experience things in 3d right but like when things are in 5d we're now going to all have this extra sense this psychic cosmic awareness whatever you want to call it but then what's weird about this whole thing is that it's like a cyclical thing so the earth goes through the fifth dimension and then because in another dimension there's still an earth that's in the fourth dimension there's still going to be that earth in the fourth dimension does that make sense? No, but I'm listening and I'm interested. But no. So like think about it this way. If there are infinite amounts, uh, infinite dimensions. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Then we can't even like understand the hundredth dimension because we don't have the capacity to even sense that, right? Okay. So like I can kind of like imagine what the fifth dimension might be like because it's just saying, oh, the fifth dimension is like this psychic attunement. You can telepathically control things with your mind and et cetera, et cetera, right? Okay. But because we ascend into this fifth dimension earth we can still be living on earth with people from the fourth dimension people from the third dimension people from the first dimension and here's where it kind of gets paranormal because on top of us right now we might have an infinite amount of beings of ourselves in the future in an infinite dimension does that make sense so like if we look at the life the life cycle according to this theory of like okay like I start as a baby and then I have this one life and then I'm reincarnated into another life and then another life and each time I get reincarnated I go into like a different dimension then yeah I don't know I I can't explain it it's hard just it's, have you seen Rick and Morty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's infinite versions of yourself and it's some of those versions of yourself are in 5D instead of 3D. Is that what right. you're saying? Right. Okay. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And so then it kind of plays on this idea that we've talked about before of like, what if the aliens are just us from a different dimension or from mm-hmm. a different dimension? Like there's a, there's a, like a hole in the dimension or whatever, a wrinkle in time, if you call it. And, you know, what if like we think ghosts are like ghosts, but they're really just these beings on this, you know, from a different dimension. Yeah. They're, they're time travelers or they're aliens or whatever. Right. So that case in point is this conspiracy this fifth i'm calling it the fifth dimension conspiracy but it starts with like we said these indoctrinating videos that kind of pull you into this idea and then you're like okay well that you know i don't know if i believe that or not but like tell me what's next you know and then I'm like, okay, well, what's next is like, there's the snuff film <laughs> or what's next is like adrenochrome or next, you know, and it like keeps going crazier and crazier until basically we believe that the deep state are these transdimensional vampires, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think these people that believe in this conspiracy are crazy, but then I'm also like on the dark web trying to see if there's adrenochrome for sale, you know? Yeah. Well, no, I thank you for doing this episode, Natalia, because I think this is a landmark in LGH history. This is the first time that 
we have actively sought out to debunk a conspiracy theory, right? Like you went right. so far as to go on the dark web to like see if something exists or not, which is more than I think a lot of people that are into QAnon do. I think like what your roommate, old roommate said is actually really interesting. It's like a lot of people because mm -hmm. they're so unhappy right now are just searching for like something to blame it on or some answers or like some ego thing to be like, I'm better than them. And the way to do that is to just watch a video and blindly be like, yeah, that's real. But in this case, like right. you did what they don't do, which is you go a step further and like try to figure out like, okay, well, if adrenochrome's real, then I should be able to find it on the dark web. Like if you can't find it there, yeah. then there's no other way to get it. You know what I mean? So like you just debunked a conspiracy theory. Congratulations. Right. That's fucking tight. Yeah. I mean, well, for me, I think a lot of times like what is the easiest way for me to understand something is just to like research it myself. Like when I heard this conspiracy theory, like I have an open mind, you know, so I'm like, okay, I'll bite. And then I'm like, well, let's just find out how the CDC counts these COVID deaths. And I'm like, well, okay, like there, there's a little room for error in there. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's like this super well-organized plan to distract us all from something. And then I was like, but even if I do believe that, let's let's just bite, you know, let's just take the pill or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, so then why would these deep state people care so much? What do they have to gain? And then I'm like researching it and I'm like, okay, they're aliens. All right, fine. <laughs> I like aliens. I'll believe it yeah they're aliens okay so like why though like why do they care exactly if they are aliens why aren't they overdoing some other cool shit and that's where it kind of like all fell apart because it was like okay they're trying to keep us from ascending to this fifth dimension but to me the fifth dimension thing is the easiest part to understand <laughs> because it's kind of like a religion right it's like oh there's like this heaven where everything's going to be better and mm -hmm. all you have to do is become enlightened to get to oh, it oh good point and a lot of religions are built on that mm -hmm. idea you know yeah that's the easiest part for me to understand but like also i don't have the patience to go fucking research what solar flares are happening next year and like what kind of effects they have on the psychic mind when i read that there were solar flares happening next year it made me think of that nick cage movie knowing have you seen that no but i i would love to see it so it's basically like <laughs> nick cage <laughs> knows that there's gonna be this solar flare that like roasts the entire earth and everyone's gonna die basically okay. you need to see this movie i don't want to ruin it for you so he knows this and he's like okay don't ruin it don't ruin it yeah you need to see it because there are aliens in it too oh okay oh sick this is everything I love. Everyone homework. Go watch this Nick Cage movie called Knowing. I think it's called Knowing. Let me make sure. What you've just described to me sounds like the most ideal movie I could ever imagine. It's Nick Cage going ham, trying to save people with some aliens, possibly. <laughs> so I don't know why anyone bothered yeah. to make a movie after that, because that sounds like the pinnacle of film. <laughs> That's true. I wrote about this conspiracy theory, like in my closing thoughts, I see where it could be somewhat attractive because there are things like the credibility of the pedophilia thing, because Epstein is tied to some of these supposed mm -hmm. deep state entities and celebrities do look young. But like, I think it's not as extreme. I think it's like somewhere in the middle of all of that. Like celebrities are probably doing some unethical stuff to look young, but I don't think it's that. Yeah, no. This is why I was so haunted by this conspiracy, because if this p conspiracy is true, then we have pedophile Satanist child killers for leaders who faked a pandemic and created a race war to keep themselves in power by quelling a population's psychic cosmic powers and preventing the ascension of the global consciousness to a higher realm of being. 
And if this conspiracy is not true, then we have a pandemic and race wars with leaders who can't control a population on Earth and a planet full of people who are so fucking basic they can't even agree on who to vote for. (laughs) So either way, it's sad. It's sad. To me. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. You're right. I hate this place. Yeah. (laughs) Man, you know what? The part that I hope is true then is the fifth dimension, a.k.a. Nirvana. Like, please, someone beam me up because fuck this place. The the light in the end of the tunnel is that if we all are get woke enough, then, like, we're going to have telepathic powers, apparently. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we just have to make sure that we're getting woke to the right things. Like, don't jump onto every bandwagon you hear about. And please, you guys, if if there's something in here that, like, piqued your interest, research it yourself. Do what I did. I eventually lost patience. You know, I just did basic Google searches and tried to figure out stuff what was going on. And I have an interesting t- statistic that I want to end with because this is scary to me. So I watched this interview with this man named David Rode, who's a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, and he wrote this book that's called In Deep, the FBI, the CIA, and the Truth About America's, quote, Deep State, to investigate whether or not there really is a deep state protecting or abusing the public's trust. And I read this article where there were some interesting statistics brought up um, through David Rode who said that in 2017, 70% of Americans believe there are unelected officials in Washington who are secretly influencing government policy. And 9 out of 10 people don't trust the government. And 7 out of 10 people believe they are being unethically surveillanced. And what's interesting is that there's groups from both ends of the political spectrum, the far right and the far left, who believe that. So the NRA on the right believes all of that. Like they don't trust the government. They think they're being unethically surveillanced. And there are, you know, officials in Washington who are unelected that are secretly influencing government policy. But then what's interesting is that on the far left side, racial minorities also believe that they're being watched and that they can't trust the government and that there are people who are secretly influencing government policy. So basically Rhodes is saying that in this article, like, no, there isn't a deep state in a way that it's preached to us by people who use the term deep state, but it is something that a lot of people are afraid of. Like, obviously, we have corporations and things like that that influence political leaders. Like, we know this for a fact. Mm-hmm. But then ironically, so basically he's saying there's not a deep state that's satanic children, whatever. But the top comment on that video <laughs> just goes, liar, he's deep state. <laughs> Oh my god. I guess a couple of points. I think that a lot of the little breadcrumbs, like we keep saying, that are scattered throughout conspiracy theories or the starting point for a lot of conspiracy theories, I think are true. Like, of course, of course, there's stuff going on behind the scenes in the government that we're not privy to. We know that like from declassified files throughout history that like what we're being told all the time is not the whole truth, right? And then years later, stuff gets declassified and comes out. Now, the part that is absolutely not true is drinking children's blood and like ascending ascending to another plane of existence like that's cult shit you know what i mean like that's like yeah that's like jonestown that's super shit. Cult shit yeah that's yeah. like some dude thinks he's jesus and like makes everyone kill themselves by drinking too much xanax or something you know like that's right that's not like the average person that's not the average government like 
it's just right. not you know it's important to do your research into things like this and kind of figure out what people are alluding to too because even like president trump has retweeted some stuff that's like about QAnon, and he like refers to the deep state all the time and you know i don't know if he's actually done the research or been informed some people who believe in these things like believe it to that level of like the adrenochrome thing like and the harvesting and the fifth dimension so i think it just goes to show like it's fun to play with conspiracy theories and it's fun to be like oh what happened or what's really going on but use your critical thinking yeah and and the main thing you should know is i think if there really was some crazy shit going on there's no fucking way any of us would know about it if there really is a snuff film with one of our political leaders it's not going to be circulating on the dark web because there's no way that person would have a video out yeah no i agree and i also think the difference between this episode and other episodes is that when we say we're not a skeptic podcast we mean that anything that doesn't harm people is more fun to believe in like oh a ghost is haunting this thing cool like it doesn't hurt anybody to believe that but in this case like this would be harmful to believe in which is why you took the time to debunk it which is dope that you like went into it and you debunked it (laughs) well thanks yeah I felt like after you like interviewed a scientist like I had to (laughs) do some stuff you brought your a game i texted Alyssa and i was like i went on the dark web to try to buy this fake illegal substance from children like this is my version of interviewing a scientist (laughs) (laughs) you did it you fucking did it and you killed it thank you thank you Well, we'll see. I mean, we might get taken off of the platform for even like talking about this, but that's what makes this so haunted. This whole fucking episode is haunted, in my opinion. Yeah, haunted as fuck. And I hope you guys know that this was for entertainment purposes. As Natalia said at the very beginning, like, don't take this to be something it's not. If you guys have access to this real video, if you know where these real things are, go ahead and send that shit to me because like I said, like until there's some actual proof, I'm not believing any of it. Yeah. <laughs> got to got to see it to believe it. Yeah, I'm still haunted by this episode already. Even though like it's even though it's not true, like you're right. Just the concept of it is so haunted that it makes you so uncomfortable. Uh, Yeah, it's like you can't sleep, you know, because either way is bad. (laughs) BRB, got to go debunk a conspiracy on the dark web. Bye. Bye.